it would be in wisconsin doesn't it yeah yeah that could be too wisconsin's basically the canada of the united states <laughs> well okay okay that or like Minnesota. figuratively or geographically figuratively oh why's that i don't know it's kind of strange i don't know people from wisconsin <laughs> <laughs> well it, you know what's interesting i was in michigan a couple weeks ago uh at, at a church you know presenting hungry yeah and uh you know how michigan has the up the Upper Peninsula. Yeah, yeah. It's so funny. If you look at a map, the Upper Peninsula... Now, okay, if you're in Michigan, don't get mad at me. I'm just I'm just trying to be objective here. The UP looks like it should be a part of Wisconsin. For sure. Now, I mean, it's like... So Wisconsin looks like a little head, like a, a man's head from mm-hmm. the side. And then the UP is just like his headdress, like if he's an Indian or something. Right. But yeah, it's like a part of Michigan. Um, I think our buddy Dan told me, actually, remember Dan Roth? Yeah. He's been on the show yeah. a couple times. I think he told me that the reason they have the UP is because they lost Toledo. Like, in the war mm-hmm. for Toledo between Michigan and Ohio that, like, literally happened. When was this? Um, I have no idea. <laughs> I'm just I, I'm just summarizing history, oh. and it might be mostly true. So, I have to ask him about that next time yeah. he's on. So in the war for Toledo, that's why the... The war for Toledo. Yeah, I'm it sorry. was. So Toledo, <laughs> Toledo's a port city uh-huh. on, on the lake. Yeah. And so the reason why, if you look at a map of Ohio, the reason that that border isn't just flat, it kind of slants, is because it, it slants up over Toledo so that Ohio got it. Right. Like Michigan and Ohio were like warring over <laughs> Toledo you know, because it was a port city and, and Dan told me, so if this is wrong. It's on Dan. Dan told me that because they lost Toledo, they're like, well, you can have the upper peninsula. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, there you go. Did, did anyone own the upper peninsula at that point? I don't know. Maybe they stole it from Wisconsin. It's hard to, or maybe Wisconsin wasn't a state yet. Maybe. I don't I Maybe Wisconsin was still Canada. <laughs> perhaps perhaps <laughs> oh man well good morning good, good morning. monday morning we're excited to be back with you guys making some podcasts again uh producer ty isn't with us very often anymore because he's growing up he's so busy he has real things to do he's 17 like, almost 18 doing electrical work and yeah going to like school that. doing things so you know we're just doing this in our spare time but uh, but you know what i almost feel like every once in a while we should have a word of the day in his honor. Absolutely. Um, so I'm going to give you a word of the day in Hungarian. All right. Okay. Yeah. So this is uh, one of my favorite words. It's kukoritsa. Kukoritsa? Kukoritsa. And it's corn. Uh, I would have said cockroach. Nope. Not because no, uh, la cucaracha. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, kukoritsa. It means corn in All Hungarian. Right. So there you go. Nice. If you ever see a Hungarian and yell, kukoritsa. They will look at you very confused. Just like if I were to walk outside and yell corn. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like if you were passing somebody uh, and, and they looked over and noticed you were an American and just yelled corn. You'd be like, hey. That's a strange that's, person. That's a grain. <laughs> <laughs> Not a Kukaritsa, vegetable. Hungarian word of the day. Not a vegetable. Not a vegetable. It's a grain. Right. You can make bread out of it. 
You can. If you can make bread out of it, it's not a vegetable. That's the definition. But you can. That's make not true. Bread out of zucchini, and zucchini is a, oh, that's a, good a fruit. I don't know. It has seeds. Yeah. So is it technically a vegetable or a fruit? Yeah, I don't think so. I don't know, man. There's like four vegetables, and they're I know if they're you, carrots, because, potatoes, broccoli, and asparagus. Right. The only thing that a, a vegetable, what makes it a vegetable, is that it doesn't have seeds in it. Right. It's it's part of the plant. It it's doesn't part of the it plant. doesn't come from a blossom because the blossom has the seeds in them. So yeah. like apples have seeds, that's what the fruit is. It protects the seeds when it falls to the but ground. But when you're a so. kid, you just think anything sweet is a fruit and anything not sweet right, that right. you generally probably don't want to eat as a kid is a vegetable. Right, like tomatoes, cucumbers, those are all fruits. Yeah. Which, you know, whatever. Colloquially, we all re- we all know those aren't fruits. Right. Right. But semantically they're fruits. So there you go. Kukaritsa, corn. That's your Hungarian word of the day. Um, before we get into our subject for today, fast food, which we're going to be talking about, fastly. Right. And we're not going to limit that to grains, vegetables, and Absolutely. Fruit. Because there's no such thing as those in fast food, right? That, that's fair. <laughs> um, I do want to do a shameless plug uh, for myself. So Corey mentioned in uh, the last episode something about being an author. So I did uh, self-publish a book back in January. Um, by self-publish, that means that I don't have a real publisher. I just did it all myself. Uh, but do want to just pitch it out to you guys. It's something that I've been writing for the last six years. Um, so it's not something I just decided I wanted to be an author one day. It's just something I've been working for a long time. It's called Journey to Gennesaret. Um, which is the city that the disciples were heading to in Matthew chapter 14 when they were on a boat on the Sea of Galilee and they run into a storm. Jesus walks on the water. Peter walks on the water. Where they were going to was Gennesaret. And uh, so the, the book is called Journey to Gennesaret and the subtitle is uh, Navigating Storms on the Journey to Spiritual Growth. So it's just all about um, if you're going through a storm in life and a storm is just, you know, tribulation, trials in life. We mm-hmm. all go through them. Uh, how can you navigate those with the perspective that God has for you? Uh, now, there's different kinds of storms. You get that in, get into that in the book. Um, I come at it from the perspective of a storm you didn't see coming. Like you feel like you're obeying God. So what Corey was talking about, like with Trisha, um, you know, they're following God, they're obeying, doing what God wants them to do, getting ready to go to the mission field. And then a storm hits, Trisha gets cancer. Um, How do you navigate that? Um, You know, what, why is that happening? How do we have God's perspective? That's the angle that I wrote the book from, because that's something I dealt with in my life uh, way back in the day when I submitted to missions. Uh, with my life, I, I got diagnosed with uh, an incurable disease. Mm-hmm. So we, I won't name it. I'll leave it at that as a tease. You got to buy the book. I mean, I'm pretty see. sure you've said that on probably. On, You're probably on right. An episode. <laughs> but that's what the book is about. It's not just like a memoir of my story. That's only part of it. The rest of it really is about Matthew 14 and expounding that story and seeing how. Uh, God can use storms in your life as yeah. you're journeying towards spiritual growth. Yeah. Even if it's a storm that you're dealing with, it's really just a circumstance of your own bad decision and sin. Uh, God can still use that storm if you let him. Yeah, you know? absolutely. So it's actually interesting. Um, uh, Trisha, Corey's wife, is smarter than anyone should be. It's really not fair. Yeah. Um, but she was my copy editor and by editor, I mean, she, she read my manuscript said, Kale, why do you sound ridiculous and help me sound more 
I don't even want to say distinguished, sound more like, you know, a, just a better writer in general. <laughs> so, so that's really Trisha uh, refining my voice and tone and helping me sound like a decent human being. There is um, a reason why I have her read everything I write. That's fair. If I could do that, I, I would. I would just be like, hey, Trisha, read this email before well, I send I will, it. I'm so like, more than willing like to volunteer her time. Oh, there you go. Okay. Well, so, I'll just, I'll, I'll send everything to her before I yeah. send any. Sometimes she'll forget, text. but, you know. <laughs> But so the interesting thing is that she's editing that um, while uh, so, I mean, this was a couple month process, but like towards the end of it, um, towards the end of the process of editing the book before I was getting ready to finish it and make mm-hmm. the cover and all that um, is when she got diagnosed or we maybe not diagnosed, but we kind of knew yeah, that yeah, she we, had cancer. It was, it was in common. December. We just didn't know how serious it was. Right. And so that was it was uh, it was kind of neat. Um, not that you know, that whole thing was needed by any means, but Trisha was going through a storm, getting ready to go through a storm as she was helping edit my book. And, uh, so that, that was really cool. She said it was helpful for her. So if that's any kind of uh, recommendation, I didn't get her permission to say any of that. Um, but if it's any kind of recommendation, the person who actually edited the book, I really, I should have her write a forward for it. That would be cool. That would be cool. I should have her write a forward and then, you know, just edit, do an update to the yeah. book with her, um, because really, you know, she could tell you a lot more just going through a storm that's way worse than the storm I went through. Um, and ju- But just having that same perspective of how does God want to use it in my life. So if that's something that would interest you, honestly, I, I don't mean for this to be – I'm not going to say this every week, I promise. <laughs> I don't – I really don't like doing the self-promotion thing. But uh, um, I did write it to help people. Like I'm, I'm honestly not trying to like make a, you know, like retirement fund or anything. I just, I just like to help people. I'm a pastor. That's what I like to do. Um, so if that's something that would interest you, if you're going through a storm or you know friends or family that are going through something rough, uh, they're cheap. You can get them on Amazon um, for, for $9.99. Just, just search uh, Journey to Gennesaret, and if you don't know how to spell that. G-E-N-N-E-R-Saret. G-E-N-N-E-S-A-R-E-T. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but if you just search my name, Kale Horvath, which maybe is equally as hard to spell, I don't know. <laughs> uh, if you just search my name on Amazon, it'll pop up too. Um, but it's nine ninety nine for uh, for a hard copy, or not a hardback, but a, a softback hard copy book. Right, um, like like with pages, with pages, real paper pages. Yeah, nine ninety nine, uh, probably shipping. Or, or I don't know if it's Prime or I think it's Prime. I don't know. Most books um, are. You know, there's probably taxes on that, but it's ten bucks uh, to get it. If you know me, I probably have some at my house. I could I could get to you. But if you live out of you know outside of Ohio, um, or on Amazon, it's also available as a ebook Kindle version. So that's like four ninety nine. So nice. it's it's cheap. Um, I was actually kicking around. I don't know if I'll do this. If someone's interested, I I would. I actually really like audiobooks. Um, when I'm driving to all these churches and stuff, I listen to audiobooks constantly. Um, more of an auditory learner. So like I was thinking about maybe recording it as an audio book, but just posting it as one of our episodes on the Kale and Corey show. It's like not selling it, just being like, Hey, this, this episode is Kale's book. You know, you don't have to listen to it all. It'd probably be like four or five hours. Um, but you know, it would just be free. And if you guys like audiobooks, maybe, maybe I'll do that. If anyone's interested, I'll record it and just that put it up here. That would be the longest episode of the Caleb it would be, show. So it wouldn't far. be a real like canonical episode. Right, right. But since we have this platform, I, I could like record it and not sell it. You sure. know, and just put it up there for free to people to listen yeah, to. So if cool. that's something that's interests you guys, maybe I'll do that. Um, but if you're interested in buying it, check it out on Amazon. Uh, my missionary page um, for me and Brooks mis- uh, missionary ministry to mm-hmm. Hungary is is Horvaths to Hungary dot com with the number two with the number two instead of the word two. If you go on there, I've got a tab or a page on our website that says book, and you can find a link there. But cool. Just wanted to share that by way of 
shameless self-promotion. But it's sort of backwards of how most podcast hosts slash authors become both things. Normally authors How's like that? I feel like normally like an author will start a podcast later because their book did well or something oh, like yeah, that. Oh yeah, yeah. You just so, like Ma- like now. Malcolm Gladwell. Yeah. He's like a bestseller and then he starts right, podcasts right, and right. it's a huge thing. No, actually so I am uh really unsuccessful in both categories. <laughs> I don't know, man. If this you just show's go and, pretty big. We do have several thousand <laughs> plays. I'm just saying. Our, right, our right. audience is awesome. Absolutely. So, so there you go. Small audience. Right. Kale wrote a book. <laughs> there you go. But yeah, uh, just want to help people. That's all. Uh, just taking what God taught me through his word. Sure. Putting it down there. And uh, if it can help someone else, then praise the Lord. You know. And now so. you're a published author. So, yeah, you know. Technically. I published myself right, right. through Amazon, but... Well, this is not a self-promotion by any means, but here's a random factoid about me. Uh, yeah. Maybe I, Are I, you a published author? I am a published author. Nobody knows. Wait, what? Because, yeah, whenever I was in college. <laughs> oh, okay. Our, our, senior, uh, our senior project, we, we failed to build a balancing robot, and we wrote a paper that was like 40 pages or something, like oh. collectively as a group. Like and it's published. And it... It got published in the IEEE Journal of like 2012 oh. or something. Like the, we didn't make any money off of it. Right, the, right. The school did. Sure, but like, so it's like uh, like when scientists do stuff and they publish their findings in journals and yep, magazines yep. and stuff. Yep. Oh, that's cool. So I'm I'm in a random one. If you could track it down, I've never <laughs> actually looked to 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 find it. And it's all about your failure to build a robot. <laughs> it was the dumbest project. <laughs> we tried to build like a, a Segway. Like a robot with two wheels that would balance itself. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. And couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> so you can read about it. But we wrote a paper that was huh. good. Well, there you go. I guess. I don't know. Well, if you could, you know what? Maybe I could edit our website with a tab that has a link to my book and then a link to the journal with your article. I will have to try we'll have to, to find see it. if we can find it. <laughs> yeah. That's great. So Because both of your podcast hosts are published authors. Kinda. Kinda. <laughs> <laughs> you more than me. but yeah, Which yeah. is not saying much. So. <laughs> <laughs> so fast food. Oh, man. So fast food. Let's get into it. Man, fast food is... I don't... I don't Like, is there a more American type of food? Like, I know they have fast food. It's a Western food. thing. They have fast food in other countries. But, but like, it's American fast food. Every, every other street corner in America is yeah. some fast like food Like, when you restaurant. go to Budapest, you'll find McDonald's and KFC... Right, but the, the, it's American things. It's like it's an American thing, fast food. Yeah, you know what I absolutely. mean. You, you'll find American fast food in other countries. <laughs> yeah, and I, I don't know. It's just become like like I don't particularly like fast food anymore. I'm in my early thirties. Like <laughs> I am. I'm, that is a young man's game, isn't it? It is. I'm a I'm a I'm thirty years old. Like it's not like oh man, I'm gonna go to McDonald's or I'm gonna go to Wendy's. It's like yeah. well, I need food now. Mm-hmm. And I'm so busy with other things, I can't take 10 minutes to make it's food at home. It's a convenience factor, 100%. I'm going to stop off and pick something up on the way home. Like, it's, is it weird to say it's part of life? No, you're right. Like, I know some people, like, abstain from it entirely, and honestly, good hey, for them. more power to you. For man. real. Yeah. But, like, I don't know, it, it's it's just a thing mm-hmm. most of us do. You know, it's it's more about the time saving. Yeah. And the convenience of, like, hey, I'm really busy today. I'll just go, I'll drive by Wendy's and get a four for four instead of like figuring out what I'm going to do for lunch. You know? Right. Um, and you're not super excited about it. 
You're, it's, right, not, right. it's not like you're going to a hibachi yeah. restaurant and you're like, dude, I can't wait to eat right, this we're steak. Right, dinner and it's expensive and it's going to be great. No, no, no. It's mediocre food that came out really fast and doesn't cost you much. Yeah, it might be a little um, old. Right. Yeah, and like, or, you know, you you come home from work and you can just tell your wife had a rough day with the kids or whatever. And you're like, all right, we're getting McDonald's. Right. right. You know, it's, we're just saving time for everybody here. Right. You know? Right. Absolutely. Uh, you know, maybe we could start with just a simple working definition of fast food. Yeah. What differentiates? Like, like is pizza fast food? It depends. I think that's fair. I think there are, are I think there are fast food pizzas. Yeah. And absolutely. then there are the uh, not fast food like think, sit down restaurant. I pizza. think in order to be fast food, they have to make the food before you order it. Well, that's not true though. Sort Did you ever of. work in fast food? I mean, you worked at uh, I worked at CC's. CC's. Yeah, which is not quite which fast food. Which is a buffet. But, but like like I worked at Wendy's in high school and it's yeah. it's made to order. Sort of. Yeah. Well, Wendy's more so than than most places. Like you yeah, go or, you right. go order a burger at McDonald's, they they're taking a burger out of a drawer that's like Yeah, been that's cooked. true. Good point. Like no, Wendy's I, I see what they'll you actually mean. throw it on the grill. Typically. But yeah. like they've got the basket just full of fries that right. they that no, they scoop yeah, your saying. fries out yeah, of. Yeah, they're yeah. not making like this set of fries for kale. They're like yeah. taking everyone's fries and portioning out port part of it for you. So I guess not everything is made like Right, already right. but it's like it's it. that process of it's by the way let's do this really quick yeah as we yeah. continue our working definition what's your favorite fast food fries what's the best hands down oh. objective fast food fries i don't know that in I 2020 can that question which which i think is fair to say because they change absolutely burger king ebbs and flows well and you're like you're, every couple of years and your tastes change too that's true so i don't know if mcdonald's fries have changed from when i was a kid but when i was a kid dude they those sure those were like those were Actually, my favorite thing ever. To plug Malcolm Gladwell's podcast, Revisionist History, I can't remember what season. It's either season one or two. It's one of the early ones. He does a whole episode on the history of McDonald's fries and why in the mid to late 90s, I can't remember, maybe late 90s, they changed. They had to quit using the oil that they cooked them in. Instead uh, of cooking them in animal fat lard, mm -hmm. they switched to something else because of stigma of heart disease and stuff. And right. it doesn't taste as good. Huh. It's proven. Yeah. Interesting. So they were better in, you right. know, in well, the they early used to 90s be... before they changed the oil they were cooking them. Yeah, in yeah. the 90s, I would have told you McDonald's were, were my favorite. But now I would probably honestly have to say Wendy's. <sighs> Same here. And, you know, that might be uh, a geographical thing. Potentially, Because yeah. we, the, the most common, where we live, let's not even say Ohio, in Northeast Ohio, in the small areas that we live, our counties, the most common fast food is McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's. Um, sometimes Arby's, sometimes Arby's, and there's some other things here and there because yeah. Chick-fil-A is there, but you know, there's only one Chick-fil-A in each big town. Yeah. Um, but you know, there's, there's McDonald's on every street corner of the small towns, mm -hmm. whereas we got to drive 30 minutes to the nearest Chick-fil-A. Right. And like when, you know? Wendy's was invented in this region, like it came from Columbus. Really? Like, yeah. I didn't know that. I've eaten at the first Dave Wendy's. Thomas? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. The first Wendy's is in Columbus. You no can like way. go eat there. It's like down by where Cosa used I to be. I love Wendy's, man. I really do. Now I've been to Wendy's in other places, and can I just give a shout out to the New Philly Wendy's on on uh, the Boulevard on Fourth Street? Yeah, yeah. we are spoiled. <clears throat> that Wendy's has such good uh, service and Dude, quality. They're so nice, and they're fast, man. Yeah, they seriously. I'll be in line less than five minutes, close to lunchtime. 
And and when I get my junior bacon or whatever, my double stack, it is it looks good. It's not slopped together. Right. I've been to other Wendy's on the road, man, doing the missionary thing. They're not as good and they're not as fast. Right. We are spoiled with a really good Wendy's. So if you work at the Wendy's in New Philly on the good Boulevard, on you. man, hats off to you. Every time I go there, the through the drive through, they're like, Hey, how's your day going? Like, my yeah. day's going pretty good. How's right? yours going? How are you doing? It's man? going pretty good. Thanks for asking. Right. Like it's like talking to a person. Yeah, and you know? I don't feel dirty when I eat at Wendy's, typically. You know, it sure, might depend sure. on the store, but typically right. Wendy's are fairly nice. You know, it's like a good, happy middle between McDonald's on the low end of the spectrum and maybe Chick-fil-A at the top of fast food quality. Well, and, I'm glad you niceness. brought that up, because we are going to talk about Chick-fil-A and what makes it and, so unique. And you're going to argue why it's not fast food, aren't you? No, no, it's, oh, it's okay. definitely I fast figured food. You would. According to the definition we already that established. We just assigned, no, yeah. it's just like... <laughs> I don't know. There's fast food and then there's fast food, you know, like it, it's it's yeah. kind of in a league. Different it really than, is. Than they like they kind of set the standard, I think. I think so. Whereas now now to be now to be fair. OK, so before we start talking about different fast food restaurants, I think we need to talk a little bit about the, the origin of fast food, Absolutely. the history of it, Absolutely. because you can't talk about the history or just fast food in general without bringing up McDonald's. Not only because it's so well known and, and maybe you want to look this up. I've got something else on my phone. Um, I don't know how many countries or how many stores there are internationally. I'm sure like Wikipedia or something will tell us. But uh, McDonald's really um, is the first fast food place. And, and, and maybe there's something else that preexisted it. But what McDonald's invented was this uh, assembly line style food uh, place that allowed you to get your food within minutes of ordering it. Um, there's a really good movie that I watched. Have you seen uh, this biopic, Corey? It's called The Founder. I haven't. Okay, there's this biopic. Now, you know, a documentary is different than a biopic. A documentary is, you know, it, it's made to relay history to you in an interesting way. A biopic is more of a movie that uh, is not just based on a true story, but like is a true story with some liberties taken for dramatic effect, right? right? So the founder is about the beginnings of McDonald's and uh, the 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 owner, I don't want to say the founder because it's actually a facetious title. The owner of, the very famous owner of McDonald's is Ray Kroc. Maybe you guys have heard of him. He's played by Michael Keaton. So like it's, it's a big, but it's not a Sundance film, right. you know, indie movie. And it's a good movie. I, I recommend it to you if you can find it on like Amazon or something and rent it just to watch it. Um, but basically Ray Kroc is kind of the villain of the story, even though he starts out as what you would think is the character you're rooting for. He finds this restaurant, uh, kind of by chance. It was called McDonald's. There was only one of them. It was owned by two brothers. Um, Richard and Morris. Did you find it? Richard Morris McDonald. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. According to Wikipedia. Well, there you go. And so, yeah, I'm just relaying what you. I'm relaying this to you from what I remember of the movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this isn't even with with like real information in front of me. But these two brothers owned McDonald's, and they invented this. Uh, so, so back in that day, when would that have been, Corey? The '60s. 1940. In the '40s. Okay. Yeah. So even further. In San Bernardino. So California. in the '40s and '50s, what was the big? Uh, outdoor restaurant it was diners Mm -hmm. like drive-in diners and whatnot and it took forever to get the food you would get it on legit silver or with silverware and on legit uh you know dining plates and stuff like that so you've got all these dishes to do and whatnot um and it took forever to get your food and what these guys did is they made a a diner burger place um it didn't even have an indoor eating place well at least the movie didn't 
you know, maybe that they embellished that for uh, dramatic effect. I don't know. But it was just like a walk-up window, a burger stand. You walked up, you ordered your burger with a fry and a drink. You went to the next window, and they gave it to you in a, in a bag with, you know, paper cups and stuff. Mm-hmm. They were kind of the first, maybe not legitimately, but kind of the first to do all this. Of like, with hey, no waiters and menus. Yeah, disposable and- uh, silverware, disposable packaging, um, cheap. You get it really fast. And, and really that whole uh, process, just this Henry Ford type conveyor belt assembly line of getting your food fast. But the original guys, the brothers, were all about quality. They were all about uh, uh, the quality of the food and everything being really clean. And this Ray Kroc guy found it and basically wanted to, he drove them, he was a salesman. He, he drove them to like franchise it. And it, we'll watch the movie. It's interesting because basically what he does is he ends up stealing McDonald's from them through contracts and legal jargon. He, he literally takes it from them, mm-hmm. uh, leaves them with nothing, basically buys them out for almost nothing. And he made billions, not just from the McDonald's restaurants, but from what they show in the movie, the way he made a bunch of money early on was selling the land to, to franchisees. So they, they made it like a real estate deal where he was like selling land and like putting the franchises on it and and whatever. I guess that's not that important to fast food, but it's an interesting movie. You guys should watch it. But really Ray Kroc stealing this innovative idea of let's assemble good tasting food as quick as we can and get it to you without having to wait for 30 minutes uh, started with McDonald's. That's, That's where it came from. The speedy service system is what they called it. Yeah. Yeah. They had like a whole system. They named it. Actually, I think one of the guys in the movie who plays one of the McDonald's brothers uh, was uh, Nick Nick Offerman. Oh, he plays okay. Ron Swanson. Yeah, yeah. In Parks and Rec. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's an interesting movie. I I can't honestly remember. Um, I don't know what it was rated or not, but it's interesting if you're a documentary kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Well, you were asking how or, many, or wondering how many there are. Um, yeah. As of 2018. Um, in over 100 countries, there's 37,855 wow. McDonald's. Wow. Over 100 countries, over 37,000. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. That's crazy. That's nuts. So really, They yeah. serve like 69 million people a day. Oh, my goodness. That's crazy. This how many is all of those according are, to Wikipedia. How many of those are me? <laughs> I typically don't eat at McDonald's anymore. Which I, is, I try to abstain. Which is strange. It doesn't sit like, well with me. Dude, when I was a kid... That was like Happy what meals, I loved. Dude. That was my favorite thing. Oh man. I would beg my grandma, like on days when she would watch us or whatever, and mom yeah. was at work, like, Grandma, can we go to McDonald's for lunch? And you know, if you give her puppy dog eyes long enough, she'll right. she'll do whatever. Get a you happy want. meal and then play in the play place. Absolutely. What what, what was better Absolutely. than that when you were like six, seven years old? Yeah. Do McDonald's even have play places anymore? Dude, they Or do they just a have lot like of them don't. tablets for kids to it's strange. They they're like trying to turn them into these like coffee shop cafe, yeah, that's bullcrap things. Like it's listen, McDonald's. Just you are what you are. Right. You're a burger place with a clown for a mascot. Quit trying to be like, hey guys, why don't you come and grab a coffee and hang out here? Right. Like like they're trying to appeal to teens and young adults or something. Like right. So I I haven't seen like in our area, they shut down one. They tore down the other and rebuilt it as a Mick Cafe, so it has mm-hmm. no play place. Maybe the one on the boulevard still has one. I don't remember. Well, as far as I know, like, and judging by the way, like, McDonald's franchises works, like, the same family will own, 
like all the stores in an area. So in like the ones in, the one that was in New Philly, the one on the boulevard and the one in Dover, we're all owned by like the same people. It's the same for Wendy's too, from what I remember really? working there. Yeah, like the same guys owned all the ones like in our mm-hmm. area. Maybe not the whole county, but you know, sure. our area. Which is another thing that makes Chick Fil A unique: how you get a franchise and how they they do franchises. Um, right, they're really picky. They're super picky. Well, so why we don't picky, have one in New Philly? Which picky is in different ways. Crummy. Like McDonald's, it's like expensive to start a franchise. You have to fork over money to to buy the land mm-hmm. and build the buildings and get the equipment. It's all about the and, land, yeah. Uh, but in addition to that, McDonald's won't consider you for owning a franchise if you don't have at least $750,000 in disposable capital. So like if you how don't do you, How do you know that? Cuz I looked it up like a while ago like <laughs> uh, like cuz I was like, interested Like you find that right now on Wikipedia or you No, just... no, no. Oh, like okay. this is I so you gotta, I want a Chick-fil-A in this area. And so I was researching wait, wait, wait. what it you takes were to get McDonald's. a Chick-fil-A. Yeah, yeah. Because all the like I read an article that compares getting okay, a McDonald's. Okay. So McDonald's wants you to have a decent net worth of like, you know, ha- you know, three quarters of a million dollars. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um so you kinda gotta be rich to, to start, a McDonald's. start a McDonald's. Okay. Um, at least in most normal circumstances. Okay. Whereas like a Chick-fil-A is cheap. Like Ten fifteen thousand dollars. You bought yourself a franchise. They pay for the land. They build the building. Really? They buy the equipment. They so why own haven't everything. we done this? Why aren't we? Why don't we own a Chick Fil A? Well, because they only accept like 04 percent of the applicants they get each year. Wow. Because they're picky about who they give franchises to. Are they picky about the person or the location? Both. Interesting. Um, because you can't have more than one Chick Fil A in a certain area. Mm-hmm. Whereas like, I feel like McDonald's and Starbucks are just like throwing up stores oh, yeah. on big everywhere, cities. Everywhere. Like because there's one in Canton, they would probably hesitate before putting one well, and they have. in Bala. I've met you know? people who have tried to get a Chick-fil-A in New Philly, Dover area. Yeah. And they've been turned down. Sure. But Hey man, we just got to keep applying. So <laughs> if like, if you've got enough money to like buy a Chick-fil-A franchise, can, can, can you, whoever you are, Work on that right. for if, Dover, New Philly. If Come we on. get if we get that, I gotta out of drive this thirty podcast, miles for Chick Fil A. If we get that out of this podcast, the whole thing was worth it, right? <laughs> Man, if you've got a spare ten Absolutely. to fifteen thousand dollars, apply and, for a Chick Fil A franchise. You're down for a new venture. Absolutely, because man, I I go to Chick Fil A and like. I'm like, why do I ever go anywhere else? I know. Like, they're I know. They're, they're friendly. The food is good. It's it's it, my pleasure. It's my pleasure. Right. <laughs> Now here's I will say this, and this is you know we've been contentious about this in the past. Oh. I love I love Chick Fil A. Are we are we talking about Canes right we're, now? Yeah, we're getting there. Okay. So I love Chick Fil A. I love everything about it in principle. I love that it's Christian chicken. I love Praise the, Lord. the quality of the chicken sandwich. All of it. I love the uh, the assortment. There, there's a nice assortment of things available to you. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we're just talking chicken, just the chicken, not the you know the availability that not not the menu in general yeah i like raising canes better and i just i love it all now all it is is now i know you don't like this part there's really no options it's how many chicken fingers do you want sure and do you want them on a bun or not right and, and then you get fries and bread and coleslaw and i don't even mind that it's because so good. nine times out of ten when i go to chick-fil-a i'm just getting strips of chicken and fries and that's your main thing chicken yeah, fingers yeah well the yeah, I think so. Yeah, the, tenders because there's yeah. strips or there's nuggets or whatever. I, I, I just well, tenders are better than nuggets for sure. Yeah, um, that unless it's like breakfast, then I'll get like a, a chicken <laughs> on a biscuit or whatever. You know, yeah. sometimes I'll get a chicken sandwich, but 
I don't even mind the lack of variety at Cane's. Mm-hmm. I just don't think the chicken's that good or their fries are that good. Like, I just, you I know, I think everything about it. They've got this sauce, this fry sauce that's amazing. Their sweet tea is killer. Oh, I love I, it, man. I could eat Cane's once a week. Yeah, see, Trisha like buys bags of frozen chicken tenders at Walmart Stop that are it. that are better than Cane's Stop chicken. It. That is like, the most hyperbolic. Not even not, hyperbolic. Though. It's, it's not. just it's just wrong. It's not. It's just factually incorrect. <laughs> Come to my house, we'll have chicken tenders <laughs> and you'll be terrible. like, oh these are better than Cane's. Not even no. And no. like the crinkle cut <laughs> fries, I've never been into crinkle cut fries now, and they're not same, even... but I prefer them over the waffle fries of Chick-fil-A. That I'm not that into I eat the waffle fries. I'm just sure, not that sure. Into well them. they're not my favorite either. Sure, but like sure. For me, they taste now, man, similar if, to Wendy's. If Wendy's, if Wendy's, Wendy's fries, fries were at Chick Fil A, oh my goodness, man! Absolutely. I don't know if I'd go anywhere else. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, so let's, uh, man. We, if we're gonna cover a, a, a spectrum of fast food, we got to move. So, oh, do we? What time? <laughs> uh, yeah, we're good. We we got a little. We got fifteen minutes okay. or so. Um, but like, so okay, you, you can't talk about fast food without talking about Taco Bell. Especially yeah. if you're a teenager in yeah. college. I have never um, liked Taco Bell. Oh, even when you were a college kid? No. Really? Yeah, I've just oh, never man. been into like Mexican food or Well, it's not like even that. Mexican though. And it's that's just what like... I've been told. <laughs> but like I don't like sour cream and cheese, so like that's most uh, okay. of what that right. is. Yeah, that's that's for sure. But like so Taco Bell is special not just in their fake Mexican food that we all love, like Doritos, Locos Tacos and mm-hmm. Cool Ranch and all that stuff. But they even have their own runs of Mountain Dew and Pepsi products. Right. You can't like buy in the store. I've never seen Baja Blast Mountain Dew Occasion- anywhere There was else. one time. Was Like there? a year or two ago. They they had like a couple months where they put it in cans and they were selling it in the store. Nice. Um, but like Code Red, I believe, started at Taco Bell before they started releasing it in mm-hmm. stores. Um, I really like Brisk Tea by Lipton. Um, and they have this... Uh, flavor it's like a mango brisk tea only at taco hmm. bell and it's so good nice uh so yeah taco bell is out there like you know partnering with pepsi and doritos and and, I mean, and they're just like yeah they're they're on the cutting edge man they're the, innovative they're definitely unique like oh yeah fast food is normally fries and burgers and chicken and you know it almost and, died too uh, i can't remember if it was the 90s um or the, the early 90s, but there was a time where Taco Bell almost died, and I forget where I read this, but, like, the the owners, like, tried a bold move, and they're like... Because if you look at the old Taco Bell buildings and stuff and their old uh, branding, mm-hmm. it just looked like they were just trying to be an American... Like a Tex-Mex fast right. food restaurant. So, they you know, they had the, the Mexican-looking buildings mm-hmm. and, like, the giant bell and, and you know, c- maybe cactus cacti around the building and stuff but so what they did was like okay let's let's rebrand and let's just make the branding cool let let's let's market to teenagers and 20 year olds Mm -hmm. and let's have mountain dew and let's do doritos things and let's just try to make it cool and and they they, that's what they did they they succeeded and and so now they're huge so was that before or after the chihuahua I think it was after the chihuahua thing or maybe you know that was right at the beginning of because i remember that when i was i remember the chihuahua there was like a weird Al Yankovic song where he ran over the Taco Bell dog or yeah, something. Yeah, I can't remember if that was, I, I think it was before or right before maybe. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I mean Taco Bell's up. Now the other thing about Taco Bell is you can find them in the the hybrid fast food restaurants. Oh, where you dude. you got the Pizza Hut, Taco Bell, KFCs yeah. or whatever. Uh, I've seen a lot of KFCs and Taco Bells mm-hmm. put together. I saw it one time. It was like four restaurants in one. There was four. a Dairy Queen. There was a... KFC, there was a Pizza Hut, and probably a Taco Bell. I don't remember. Now, is there anything sure. more American than that? 
fast food and oh by the way all four in one building i mean it's essentially <laughs> just the food court of a mall yeah without the mall at one checkout window right you know like hey i want a chalupa and a famous bowl <laughs> a right. potato bowl and a slice of pizza <laughs> it's like i want a little bit of everything right <laughs> And so, like, like, like you said, Taco Bell is like, it, it's a different thing. Like, it's, yeah. it's, sort of Tex-Mex, but it's not really anymore. But the the food they it's offer just, is different. It's just cultural appropriation, and we're all okay with it. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> but like, so you got pizza, fast food with Little Caesars. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know what you're getting when you go in there. They're not trying to sell you twenty dollar pizza. It's like, hey right, man, this right. is five to nine dollar pizza. Yeah, I don't eat Little Caesars anymore. I've, I've, I've deemed it. Not listen. I'm not too good for little. <laughs> I I know my place. I, I don't think I'm I know too who good I for am. It. I just think it's not good enough for me. <laughs> it's well, yeah, yeah. By definition, you're too good for it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's not me. It's it. And they have an app now. The so pizza like portal. you can order yeah. the pizza portal. It sounds is the great. Coolest thing. It sounds you great. Order your pizza ahead of time, and then they give you a three digit pin. They give you a notification on your phone when it's ready. You go in. You don't even have to talk to anyone. You go up to the pizza box, type in your code, a little door opens, pull out your pizza, you're gone. Praise the Lord. Yeah, praise <laughs> the Lord. <laughs> it sounds great. If I liked their pizza, I would love that. I now, like, okay, so stepping it up, though, in the pizza realm, like, like Domino's is fast food, I would say. Because you're not, you don't go sit yeah. down in a Domino's. That's true. That's they, true. They don't typically have a dining room. That's true. That I yeah. know of anyway. That's fair. Yeah. Um, but when you get to like the local pizzerias that have like a dining room, so like I would say Pizza Hut isn't fast food. It's it's like the 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 cross between the fast food pizza and the the local pizza places. Yeah. Like, it's it's somewhere in between. I think you're right. I don't know if I'd call it fast because food. there's a dining room, and typically, okay, can we just talk about the time machine that Pizza Huts are? Oh, dude! You walk into it, you're back in the '90s. Yeah. You're a kid again. Half the time, there's a Pac-Man machine, a broken Pac-Man <laughs> machine. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and you know what? Like, I saw a BuzzFeed article. It wasn't BuzzFeed, but something like that. Uh, it was a blog post that someone did. They were traveling across the country, mm-hmm. and they took photos of closed down Pizza Huts. And you can tell when you see a closed down Pizza Hut because the building always has that r- red, weird yeah, looking yeah. roof, you know? And like he's just taking pictures of them across America and they're like, you know, State Farm Insurance agents. Yeah, we've offices. got one of those in town. It's literally a State Farm, yeah, too, I think. Absolutely. I and think. Yeah. yeah the so like there was a time when Pizza Hut was dying, but it's on, it's on the move, man. They're building a brand new one in Dover. Yeah. Like I think that that is a good litmus test for your local city's economy. If you're building new pizza, huts, right. you're doing all right, man. Yeah, you're doing your, your local right. city is you're you're doing good, man. If the pizza huts are closing, well, that's just that's common. But right. if you're building new ones, man, yeah. I mean, if I'm ordering a pizza that I need like quick, mm-hmm. I'm probably ordering it from Pizza Hut. Um, if yeah, I, it's not bad. If I'm ordering like a good pizza, I'm mm-hmm. going somewhere that isn't fast food. I'm and we've got a lot of those Pangracios in or Park Dover. Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the I'm new sure one in Dover, great. Giannino's, is really good. Oh, yeah, we had that. Yeah, that was good. I recommend it yeah. for sure. I think it's a chain, you said. Yeah, Small it's, chain. it's like a regional thing. It's yeah. like, like up north. from Cleveland and Akron and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But no, it's pretty good. Oh, another good one uh, that's up north. Like, I think the, the closest one I saw was Canton. Uh, Marco's? 
Never had that. Marco's pizza. I thought you were going. Good. I thought you were saying Blaze pizza. They do like the small little teeny pizza mm-hmm. uh, pepperonis. Oh, rather. okay, okay. Um, but it's really good. Yeah, um, Blaze pizza is good. I like Blaze. Yeah, there's a couple. You know, I've had in traveling around doing the missionary thing. There's a couple or several pizza businesses where they they try to do the like Chipotle Subway deal, right, like build right. your own pizza. Um, and Blaze is good. Uh, I had a couple that uh, I can't remember the names of them, but that's mm-hmm. a that's a whole new thing in the last couple of years. Sure, build your own pizza. Subway style. Um, but yeah, anyways. Is Subway fast food? <sighs> See, that's what I was just wondering. Like, Subway and Chipotle, like, mm. kind of. You get it fast. They have, like... like but it's not the greasy, prototypical, cliche fast food. But, like, the, the beef is already... All the meat is already It's already cooked. there. Yeah. They just put it on the sandwich. Like, it's no Jersey you. Mike's. Jersey, Jersey Mike's and Firehouse Oh, they're subs. actually slicing it. And yeah, stuff, and, and yeah. cooking the meat in front of you. But it's still kind of fast. I mean, it's fast. Yeah, yeah. It's quick. It's it's not that expensive. Yeah. Um, it's just, I think typically we think fast food, we think burgers and fries. Right. But you got like fried chicken joints that are all fast food. Oh, yeah. Food yeah. Absolutely. Those are, they're just digging chicken out of a bucket in the back yeah, for that sure. they made that morning. Absolutely. KFC, all that. Lee's, um, yeah. You go down south, you get Zaxby's and uh, Popeyes. Sure, uh, Popeyes. Yeah, you remember that whole Twitter debacle? Popeyes, Popeyes versus Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. Yeah, when Popeyes made the sandwich. There's no question. Chick-fil-A is better than Popeyes. I don't even know why it's a question, honestly. Like, right. There's no comparison. Like, um, I, I I like Popeyes, but if there's a Popeyes next to a Chick-fil-A, it's it's sort of like the the, the Canes thing for me. Like, I like Canes. I'll oh, eat there, sure, but like, sure. if they're it's right next other. to a Chick-fil-A. I'm going to Chick-fil-A yeah, every time. No, I get it. Yeah, totally. Uh, I'm trying to think of some other chicken places, but... Um, Okay, so there's places that we don't have around here. Jack in the Box. Yes. I want a Jack in the Box. When we go out west, Jack in the Box is awesome, man. They're so random. Wait, you can did, have hot dogs. Did you go to Jack in the Box when you were in Kansas? No. No, no I didn't think That's about it. You know a place that, now I don't know where they're at, but I, I they were out further west around Missouri and stuff a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we have one around here. Maybe there's some in Ohio, just not New Philly. There's It's called Culver's. Oh, yeah, yeah. Have, have you been to a Culver's? Yeah, there's some in Western so Ohio. It's kind of like a Freddy's or a Steak and Shake, um, but it's way nicer quality than Steak and Shake. Yeah. But it's the sta- the thin steak burgers yeah. like Freddy's does. Mm-hmm. The, I think they've even got the uh, the ice cream. It's they not got ice custard. Cream. Custard, yeah. frozen custard. Yeah. But the, the quality of their burgers were so good. Yeah. And they were like buttery. The, mm. like I really liked Culver's. It was delicious. Yeah, there was one in Finley I used to eat at when I went to school up near there. Mm-hmm. Like we would just stop on the way That's to Bowling good. Green. Yeah. Um, have you ever been to In and Out? I've never been. I've, I've never been. I, I've I've never seen anything bad said about it. Like yeah. everybody, I think it's a Western, like a West Coast thing. Is that called In and Out Burger or Inside Out Burger? In and Out. Okay, Inside Out was just the thing that Drake and Josh said. Oh, from the oh yeah yeah no that was just a thing. Okay, because I, I always thought it was Inside Out. I, I think burger, it was just. I think that I only I think get it that was from their, Drake and Josh. their parody of In and Out okay. Burger. Because like. He would literally hold the sandwich, and it would be two beef patties with the bread in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's just Nickelodeon. Party. Okay, okay. But In and Out, like I, I hear great things about. It. I've never, I've never been to one though, so yeah, I, I, I don't, either. I can't even really comment on it. Right. Um, if you guys can comment on it or like it, let us know on Twitter. Yeah. Comment on the, on the show. Um, White Castle. <laughs> never been. I have I, no plans. I haven't to. been in the last. 10 years, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, it's just a bunch of small burgers that aren't very good, but you yeah. buy them by like the, the half dozen. Sliders? You know? Yeah, yeah, they're just sliders, but they're like... Don't they have holes in the middle of them? Uh, not that I remember. Oh, I thought, it's been a while, I thought though. they were square with like five holes in them. 
five holes. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. They're, I, they're square. About the, the buns the are square. Cooking faster. But. Oh, I don't know. Huh. Yeah, I haven't yeah, been there I've in never, a while. Never Can't really White fairly House. comment on them. I've <laughs> seen Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. That was the worst yeah. movie ever. <laughs> I've never seen it. <laughs> it's stupid. Um, now, speaking of White Castle, or no, no. So we, we mentioned Arby's at the beginning of the show and yeah, then haven't said anything yeah. about it. I don't know how Arby's is still in business in our city. I don't either. Nobody's ever there. Trisha and I cars. go there sometimes. Trisha likes it. Um, just I don't some mind of the... a beef and cheese every once in a while, but generally it's expensive. Yeah, it's way too expensive. Uh, it's way too expensive just to justify getting curly fries. I like curly fries. See, I'm not even that big of a fan of them. Like, I get yeah. them when I go there because they're okay, but, like, I'd rather yeah. just pop next door to Wendy's. Yeah. Their milkshake machine's always broken, kind of like McDonald's. Is At it? least ours is. Well, they've got the mocha shake. The Jamocha yeah, shake. Yeah. But it's, I can never get one. They're always broken <laughs> down. Sure. Um, it's expensive, and it's, like... I always feel like garbage after eating it, like yeah, more so sure. than other places. For sure. Like Wendy's doesn't make me feel crappy. Right. McDonald's does. Arby's does. Yeah. Lee's does. Lee's famous oh, chicken. Dude, but, but it's so worth it. It, it is. It's no, I, Trisha and I were leaving church on Sunday and we saw you guys walking out of Lee's. Yeah, my parents wanted to go to and Lee's. And I was, I was so jealous because I love Lee's and, <laughs> so and Trisha never Lee's wants to number seven. Do you get the poppers? No, no, I get the strips. Oh, you get the strips. Yeah, okay. the poppers, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of a wuss Spicy when it comes to dippers. spice. Yeah, so like after I eat like four or five of them, they start to get to ah, me. I got you. Like if they're out of strips, I'll get poppers. But like, <laughs> oh man, Lee's with, with wedges. And, yeah. Nah, it's so good. So we, uh, we're in the home stretch here. We got to wrap up soon. Uh, so I'll say this, being going out of the country quite a bit mm-hmm. and we're moving to Hungary. So in Budapest, they have McDonald's. They have KFC. So this is interesting. So this is, I think fast food restaurants are smart. When they go out of the country, they adapt or they assimilate part of their menu towards the culture, which yeah, is yeah. smart. Now, you want to retain something that makes you American because that's why the people go. Mm-hmm. Um, b- but like their clientele in another country, if they're in the big city, they're going to get a lot of tourists right. that are Westerners. But then you're also going to get a lot of Europeans or whatever if mm-hmm. you're in Hungary and Budapest. And uh, um, so, like, the K- one of my favorite things is, like, if you go to a McDonald's or a KFC or whatever in Budapest, they don't have American coffee because everyone in Europe, they drink they drink espresso. Right. They, they don't drink American drip coffee, yeah, watered-down coffee. cappuccinos and stuff like and that. And so you go to McDonald's and you get an espresso. Now, it's not, like, high-end, but it'll do. Right. You know, you right. get a cappuccino or a macchiato, which is pretty cool. Now, not not if 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 the only lattes, you know, are a or espresso is Starbucks. It's not the same. No. If you order a real macchiato in Europe, you're not getting a 16 ounce thing of sugary milk with caramel. On it. <laughs> you're, you're getting, getting something that's cup. about two ounces <laughs> big. That's mostly espresso with like a little swath of milk on top. Yeah. Um, but KFC does it, too. At KFC, Brooke was actually disappointed. We went there and they didn't have mashed potatoes. Oh, wow. like mashed potatoes is is like a an American thing, and you don't yeah. see it super often, um, or at least the places I've been, you don't see it very often. And so they, uh, I think they had French fries, if I remember correctly, nice. instead of mashed huh. potatoes. Um, but they had breakfast at KFC, and they had like these uh, pancake type things with jelly on top. It was delicious. Nice. It was strange, huh. but it was awesome. But yeah, like I know what you're saying because you go to like. Uh... Well, I mean, because I, I went to Budapest with you mm-hmm. last year. But um, if even if you just go to Canada and go to, like, a Wendy's, you can get poutine fries. Oh, yeah, 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 you get poutine. 
<laughs> I don't know what poutine is, but they put it all over your fries. In Canada. And it's a Canada thing. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Which, I, I mean, is smart. Um, sure. And, and that's why you can see, like, if you Google, like, McDonald's probably does it more than anyone. You, you Google, you know, I, I've seen, like, YouTubers do, mm-hmm. like, you know, international McDonald's things. You know, stuff you can only get in Japan or right, China right. or whatever, you know. Yeah. And they've always got, like, special things that are just big there. And mm-hmm. so they, it sells. But, uh yeah, so any any final thoughts on fast food? I'm just wondering how long it's going to be before the the whole Star Trek like food materializer thing happens. <laughs> like you like punch in what you want. I want this and it just appears in this box. Yeah. And it's just there. Yeah. We got to be getting close, right? I I don't know. It's 2020. We're supposed to be in flying cars It's like by a Jetsons now. thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe uh Elon Musk will make us a food materializing machine i I don't know it is really weird by the way so like if you're in a small town that's an an old city your mcdonald's probably looks the same but slightly updated they remodeled recently or whatever but if you go into like a new mcdonald's that was like torn down and rebuilt Mm -hmm. you know there's like you know you walk in and there's these giant touchscreen tvs and there's there's a cashier up front but they like they're like pushing you to like order yourself. Right, right. Like that. You can tell that they're like wanting to slowly phase out the the cashier deal. Yeah. And dude, it's so annoying because even as a millennial who's used to everything being automated, like it takes me three times as long to order from a touchscreen drop down menu as it does to just go up to McDonald's and say, Hey, I want a number one, no cheese. You know what well, I mean? And not just that, because they've got three cashiers. So the line is splitting into three places, but there's not just one line. There's different lines for the for the screen. And so you're like, I don't know where to stand yeah. to get food. Yeah, like, and it's not like there's like touch screens at the counter. It's like a, a kiosk. Right. And there's people like huddled around it. And you're like, is this a line? Is it right. or is it a club? Can, like I don't, can I order food? When please? do I get to order? Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe I'm just an old fuddy duddy. Well, but. if you're gonna do it, do it the whole way, like I'm saying. Like like make yeah. the kiosk like have my food there. Like make it right. materialize there. <laughs> so I can just but press you know it what and else get it is instantly. Innovative that's happening is the the online ordering. And even delivery oh, yeah, of fast absolutely. food. So With like DoorDash is pretty big in our, even our little city. I'm sure this is, if you live out in Kansas City or something in the urban area, maybe you've had this longer, you know. Yeah, sorry. you and your Google Fiber. Right. We're <laughs> we're from small town Rust Belt America. We're happy about 100 we just megabytes got DoorDash, per second. Like, you know, last year or whatever. But like I can just get online and order McDonald's and DoorDash it. Yeah. Or, or you can order it online on McDonald's app and just pull into that like little parking spot that's, yeah. that's just for, I don't know. Well, I, and even some restaurants that aren't fast food, like, they do stuff like that, too, like like Texas Roadhouse or Applebee's. Yeah. Like, you can order food and then go park and they bring it Pay to your extra. car. Yeah. yeah. Well, sometimes. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's a, is that a side hustle? You, you get it, like Uber or something? Oh, DoorDash? You know? Yeah. Probably, You just yeah. deliver for DoorDash or whatever, Uber Eats. Like, there's a bunch of them. Yeah. I forget what the other ones are. Um, uh Postmates, I think, is one. I don't know. Postmates? Yeah, I think that's another. I think they're all just delivery food services. Interesting. I don't know. There was a time, though, years ago, where I'm sitting on my couch. I'm like, listen, Uber's a thing, but why can't they bring me Dairy Queen? Well, now they do. Right. Yeah, you should make (laughs) money off of that idea. Right. I'm sure you're the first one who thought. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, Uber and that stuff is pretty cool. Can I end with a story that has nothing to do with fast food? I'll allow it. Thank you. Uh, so, you know, Uber <laughs> is just some. So being from a small town, we don't use Uber. I don't even have Uber on my, my phone, the app. I do when I travel. Have so. you done it? Used it before? Yeah, in Chicago. Like, so I use it for the first time a couple weeks ago. 
Um, I don't know when this one will air, but uh, the the weekend of Valentine's Day, me and Vinny and Kurt, Mm -hmm. we drove to Washington, D.C. to watch the XFL D.C. Defenders play their second game of the season, second game ever. Um, (laughs) So shout out, if anyone out there watches the XFL, I'm all in. D.C. Defenders are the best. Cardale Jones. None Fight of, him. None of that means anything to Corey. Fight no. But it uh, but we did go there. It was my first time in Washington D.C. We went the night before, just kind of a bro road trip. Got a cheap hotel. Uh, the game didn't start till two, so we we went into the town early mm-hmm. and uh, parked at the arena, and then just booked an Uber for like eight bucks to take us over to the Washington Monument yeah. and to see you know see that and the Lincoln Memorial and all. So it was neat. It was cool. Yeah. Uh something cool that like, you know, you'd have to hail a cab before, but it was like, "Hey, I'll get on the Uber app." They found us in like 3 minutes. Yeah. They're quick. Took us over there. Cuz there's so many of them just right. crawling around. Cheap and, and you you can tell that it's just a guy who does it to make extra money yeah. or maybe that is his main source of money. I don't know. He's got a little sign in his window, whatever. Yeah. Um but yeah, that was cool. Yeah, so. I won't set foot in an like a car that drives itself, but like I'll use Uber until they get rid of all their drivers. Let a stranger drive us around. That yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so that's another. Person. Get on the internet, yeah. meet a stranger, get in their car. Right. It's like the opposite of what our parents taught us. When we were kids. <laughs> oh, and I'll pay you for it. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> I'll pay you. Oh yeah. man. So here's here's okay. Final thought. Let's wrap this up. Mm-hmm. Final thought on fast food. G- give me a uh, an abstract thought. It's part of life. Like, like that's that's well, that's, that's not abstract. That's fairly pragmatic. Sort of. Give me, give me an abstract thought on the future of fast food. That's not just a food materializer. Will it continue? <laughs> Period. <laughs> Question mark. Question mark. Now, will it continue, will it continue to continue? like grow and adapt? Well, here's okay. Or, or is it going to get weird where everybody's just standing in line? In this weird like, because because we're it's we're in the we're in the ad- adaptation phase right now. We're watching McDonald's turn into online ordering, yeah, and and all of that kind of stuff. So yeah, that'll be interesting to see where it goes to with the Are technology they gonna and stuff. Just deliver it to me with a drone, like maybe. <laughs> you know, Amazon's been teasing that for years. They still haven't done it. Oh, that's because it's not legal yet. <laughs> but. <laughs> um, my thing is, w- when will the nostalgia just be gone? from our childhood. So McDonald's doesn't look like McDonald's. You rarely see arches anywhere. The golden arches driving down the road. They make them look like this weird spaceship type, uh, coffee shop that they want you to hang out in. It's like, is fast food just gonna like the new pizza hut that I was telling you about in Dover? Like it looks like a normal building, not a weird slanty red roof hat kind of building, you know? (laughs) And so it's like, are they, are they going to look like fast food from like Xenon that Disney movie, you know, like everything right. is like silver colored and like chrome. Well, everything is chrome in the future. I guess. Even Pizza Hut. Even Pizza. I don't know. That's my ethereal thought for Ethereal. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if there, I use that correctly, but there it is. That's the word for that's the English word for the, the English day. word for the day is ethereal. Not quite sure what it means. But you can look it up. You have a phone. You do. By the way. You're probably listening to us on your phone. You know what I didn't mention at the beginning of this podcast that I got to do now? We have a sponsor for this season. Oh, we do. And We and, forgot and, last episode, too. Shame on us. No, we didn't, because right now I'm going to go record <laughs> <laughs> an, an advertisement and tag it on to the beginning of the episode. So right. this is weird for people listening, because this is all happening in 
non-sequential order. <laughs> yeah, so uh, our our sponsors for the Kale and Corey show, uh, they officially sponsored this episode as well as this season, is Weens and Roth Real Estate. What originally started as just a, uh, a company that uh, Melanie Weens started um, has now evolved into their full-time job that both of them do because they're so good at it. And so if you're in the greater Toledo area, Michigan side, Ohio side, and you want to buy or sell a house, you got to get a hold of Aaron or Melanie Weens. Absolutely. They're the best in the business. I can't think of anyone better. I cannot think of any real estate agent in the greater Toledo area that I would allow the privilege of buying or selling me a home other than Aaron and Melanie Weens. I couldn't have put it more accurately. Weens and Roth, they're on the cutting edge. I mean, we're talking about fast food being innovative and on the cutting edge. They're on the cutting edge of everything. Absolutely. They're the best. If you want to sell or buy your buy your home at the best price available to you, you need to get a hold of them. Look them up online, Facebook, Google. They're the best. Weens and Roth, they're the sponsors, the official sponsors of the Kale and Corey Show. So we thank you guys for that. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure you follow us on Twitter. Uh, is that all we're on? I don't know. Are we on other things? I think we're follow us on, on Twitter. Twitter. Make sure you follow the podcast on whatever podcast viewer you use give to us listen a, to. Give us a rating or review. Give us a rating. Give us a share. Review it. Give us a five star. We haven't had any comments or reviews in a while. Yeah. Uh, but we're back in action, baby. So uh, Check out our merch on Amazon. Check out our merch on Amazon. Buy Kale's book. I haven't checked in a while to see if we have any more knockoffs. Oh, yeah. I, I forgot about that. Yeah. So, yeah, anyway, it's been great. It's been real. We've got some new stuff coming for you. We've got some new guests coming up in the next couple of months. So be on the lookout for that. Otherwise, catch you later. Flippy flip. See you on the flippy flip. I thought you were going to say something. <laughs>